Hi everyone, my name is Busiwe Chachwayo. I am a career coach and founder of Black Women in the Workplace. Black Women in the Workplace's aim is to increase the representation of Black women in leadership positions, help them navigate race um, bias at the intersection of race and gender, and help them to be effective as leaders in the workplace. In today's video, I want to talk about um, the toxicity or the danger of white liberal people in the workplace. So white liberals in the workplace are white people who believe that they are good people, that they are not racist, um, they might have done some racism work, they uh, might have beliefs that um, black people are equal to them, that they see black people as equals in terms of their, their, their colleagues, that they're human beings who have lives, um, just like they do. Um, they might have resisted or rejected their parents or their great-grandparents or their great-grandparents' view of black people. So I just don't want to be flippant about, um, I know that this is spoken very flippantly about people who say I've got friends who are black or I help black people, I I try to give back and, and how that is not enough. So I don't want to be flippant about it, but um, those are the type of white people I speak about. So the, the white people who would stand up for you, might even stand up for you if a white person is being racist to you, who might even, um, yeah, speak very, sometimes speak against in, um, when they're with you, speak against how they hate how other people are racist. So it's these white people who believe that um, they don't see color, that we are all equal and that we all should be treated equally. Um, I think that, okay, I believe and I see and I observe that they are toxic because they are not willing to see, they're not willing to acknowledge that because of their conditioning, because of where they come from, because of the fact that they are white and they've been raised by white parents, they've been raised in white circles, they've been raised, um, they come from an ancestry of colonialists, of people who have colonized black people, that they have the propensity to be racist. They have, and, and I'm not gonna, maybe I shouldn't use the word racist, but they, uh, uh, maybe I should just explain it. They have a propensity to one, see black people as inferior to them. They have the propensity to see black people not really as people the way they see themselves. And thirdly, they have, they have a propensity to see black people as, um, as people who are there to serve them. So they see black people as, as, as bodies from which they can extract value. Whether it's psychological value in that I talk to you and I feel better, whether it's um, I, I want you to work and um, do the work for me and do it well and do it without complaining. Um, 
and yeah so 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 those three things superior they see themselves as superior they see themselves as um they they see themselves as people who don't see color um they oh, sorry they see black people as inferior to them they see black people as not necessarily black people or people of color as not necessarily like them and they see black people or people of color as people who are there to serve them and they can do it um, because they're liberal, because they believe they don't see color. They do it in a nice way. So you're a person I can talk to, or you work hard and you, you are always so calm. You don't complain. That's a way of them getting black people to continue doing the work for them, continue working for them. So white people need to realize that one, they inherited a colonial, um, racist worldview. What is a colonial, racist worldview? One, as I said, is a, is a view that sees itself as superior, as sees black people as not really black and brown people, as not really, really uh, people in terms of their equals and as, as seeing black and brown people as there to serve them. They have to also realize that they, they carry a privilege. They carry a privilege, an economical privilege, one, that comes from the backs of the oppression of black people. So they got certain things easier. They have certain privileges, certain um, economic privileges like having a house that is paid up or being able to have a house in a nice neighborhood of having a car however it looks like of just not having to deal with um, struggling from day-to-day -day living of not having to be looked at as inferior because of how you look like like i don't care what white people go through they do not go through the pain of being of having your competence questioned because of the color of your skin not because of what you've done that is white privilege um the privilege of um, so you might be discriminated against as a white person because they are looking um, to to redress the past um, um, results of, of racism by having more diversity. But it's never because someone con questions your competence. It's because of how you look like. Okay. So... Um, so, so white people need to realize that, that you have a privilege and that privilege comes with a lot of guilt. You have a lot of guilt and shame of where you come from. Um, you have, because you know that what was done to these people was not good and the fact that they're still nice and kind to you and smile with you, um, you, you, you know uh, that fills you up with guilt and instead of going into that guilt instead of going into the pain of the shame and the guilt that comes with your heritage you um project it onto black people by wanting them to be your friends by 
being nice to them, um, by uh, acting like you don't see their color. Um, but you know, you do it up to a point. You do it, you like black people who don't challenge you. When, when black people are nice to you, you like them. As soon as they challenge you, as soon as they assert themselves, your supremacist shadow, because you might not be aware of it, you're probably not aware of it, your supremacist shadow comes up and it stands out and it, it shouts, it takes space, it asserts itself as the authority in the room. Um, so, so what black people go through in front of, in, in your presence is that constant and consistent betrayal by you, liberals, non-racist white people, because we start trusting you inadvertently because also the, the the challenge that black people have to deal with because of the conditioned racist or oppression that they come from is that they of the, the 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 challenge or they are they have the propensity to see themselves as beholden to white people, that they need to work for white people. Um, they, they often see the white people as the um, example of greatness, of goodness, of all that is worthy, of all that is credible. That's why we struggle with um, using coaches who look like us or we struggle with uh, wisdom that doesn't come from the Western point of view. We struggle with medicine that doesn't come from a Western point of view. We struggle with our ancestors who are our people that we come from. It's because we have the propensity to see everything that is white as superior, uh, to see ourselves as inferior and to see, to, to have kind of dependency on white people to approve of us, to help us, to take us high, whatever. And also they need to serve white people. So as black people always have to be weary of that. You always have to be um, conscious of the fact that you have the propensity to do that. And sometimes we um, negate each other and invalidate each other's pain and each other's yeah, each other's pain from dealing with white people because we take on that mantra. Um, so I just want to say to white people who are not doing their work, liberal white people who think they don't see color, who don't see ways that they are still very toxic to black people, ways that they still um, uh, um, show acts of microaggression to white people, to black people. But you guys are dangerous to us. You guys are dangerous to our emotional health. And you guys are dangerous to our financial health because part of you doesn't believe that we should speak for ourselves in terms of how much money we want. Part of you doesn't, doesn't believe that, yeah, we should ever set ourselves in front of you. And part of you still sees us as workers for you as there to serve you. Part of you still sees us as bodies from which you can extract value. Even if you 
you you dress that value in respect or whatever or approval or you know you are the better black person you are still injuring to us so 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 and and also by passing the need to do the work of dealing with your guilt so what you do then is befriend us act nice to us so that you can feel like i'm not like other white people or give black people food that's left over your old clothes um giving just sometimes throwing money at it so that you can feel like you're not a bad person but actually what needs to happen is for you to do the work of going into the shame and the guilt and the and the evilness of the ancestry that you came came from and the shadows of that that you still hold in yourselves um because when you bypass it you still you still admit it to black people in in ways that are microaggressive so i'm not saying there's a there's a there's a dustbin for white people i do believe that we can get into a place i don't believe in the binary view that people are either bad or good but i do believe that the work of decolonization that we cannot just say we are committed to decolonization the work of decolonization is a difficult work is a work that requires us to go into the pain into the shame into the evilness and the ugliness of it all and refusing to talk about it is also a sign that you you're dangerous you're not willing to acknowledge ways in which you are still toxic and 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 therefore you're dangerous because you 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 see yourself as a good person um and you're not willing to engage with the ways in which you're still toxic and therefore that sits in your shadow and you keep emitting it on black people around you i actually believe that white people haven't done their work should keep black people at arm's length you you're dangerous to us you you unsafe you re-traumatize us you raise up the pain that our ancestors went through in a world that seems and looks like it's diverse and equitable and non-racist please do your work and black people do your work so that you don't uplift the systems of colonization by the way we act i know i am guilty of that i know i'm doing my work but i see myself in ways where i am um complicit um, to keep myself safe with racism, with allowing white people to think everything is okay. And, and I, I have compassion for myself because white people have made it so that when we talk about these issues, we are polarizing, uh, that we are refusing to move on that we see them as enemies, that uh, we are breaking the trust, but covered wounds don't heal. And, and, and the more you refuse to talk about these issues, it's the more you project them on us 
and and you keep um, injuring us by your ways of being. So I hope that um, you take this, um, both black and white people, black people for you to see um, why your mental health is impacted in the workplace, why you're acting like this, even if other black people don't, don't see that and they don't support you. And for white people, for you to, to realize that you have to do your work, you can't use us to bypass the work that you need to do, which is the work of dealing with your guilt and your shame and 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 ways in which you still continue um the white supremacist colonial uh view and way of being that is injuring to the black people that are around you if you like this video or if you got any value from this video please like share and subscribe there's another video that's deals with this that I did, I think a year ago, um, that is on white, um, what, what is it called? Um, uh, white, uh, fragility. Yes. White fragility. Um, please look for it or I will, I will edit on the notes, but yeah. Uh, let me know what you think please comment like share and subscribe and um if you want to work with me i'll also put a link to my link tree where you can either uh, book a um discovery session that is 30 minutes or you can go ahead and sign up and send an email from my website to say you want to sign up for the reimagine the next stage of your career program that helps black women to position themselves for the next stage of their careers thank you